got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello and welcome to Heller Radio. I'm Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. And Benny. Um, and, <laughs> and Benny. Benny. Yes, and, yes, and Benny. Um, yes. And we need to talk about Kevin. Ha! ha, 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 ha. Ah, sorry. <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so I'll just jump to the summaries. Um, we need to talk about Kevin. Dean reemerges from purgatory, but he isn't alone. He heads straight for Sam, sort of. Uh, but the reunion isn't exactly what he thought it would be. Sam drops everything to join his brother, but leaving the life he had grown to enjoy turns out hard to be harder than he imagined. Dean and Sam look for Kevin, who has managed to escape Crowley's grasp, but things come to a head quickly when Kevin tells them what it is that Crowley wants. All right. Uh, What's up, Tiger Mommy? Um, Kevin talks Sam and Dean into checking in on his mother. When they arrive, they see Crowley has surrounded her with demons, so they rescue her and take her along on their quest to find the tablet. However, they soon discover Kevin wasn't kidding when he said his mother was a strong-willed woman after she tries to take on Crowley. Um, And then finally, Blood Brother. After Benny gets brutally beat up by some vampires, he calls Dean for help. Dean abruptly packs up and tells a confused Sam that he's taking a personal day. Benny confesses that he's going after his maker, so Dean offers to help, flashing back on the many times Benny helped him and Castiel in purgatory. Meanwhile, Sam uses his solo time to reflect on the life he left behind with Amelia. However, when things go bad for Dean and Benny, Dean calls Sam for help, which makes everything very complicated. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does. (laughs) (laughs) Sam's face in this scene when they shake hands. He's so mad. <laughs> uh, so, uh, did you guys uh, know um, at one point, and I think it was at this point, um, they had Jensen re-record the uh, whole intro saving people hunting things because his voice had gotten so much lower. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's awesome. (laughs) It's just weird that we don't have, like, a logical explanation to why that happened. I mean, he wasn't, like, a teenager. Going through puberty or something. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, the same thing happened to um, Dominic Monaghan. His voice has gotten, like, Tom Waits levels lower 
like as an adult and he didn't have uh-huh. any like injuries or anything to his voice yeah. it's just it's just like that for some reason and so now he sounds like you know a gravel truck <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> so uh, but anyway but anyway um, that's a fun fact i know right <laughs> um what themes did you guys have Oh, I had sacrifice, which I think is actually a theme for the entire season, which would be why the season finale is called sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think you got it there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I have purity. Um, obvious for yes. obvious reasons and betrayal also for mainly for between Sam and Dean. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is interesting to have it be between Sam and Dean. Yeah, yep, for sure. Those are good. Yeah, and then purity gets as we go through season eight, gets uh, a lot of different. <clears throat> iterations yeah. yeah a lot of different meanings to them throughout that's cool uh the main one that i had was uh they're doing the season four thing again where they're paralleling a, rom- a romantic relationship with sam and amelia and then dean and benny and then eventually dean and Cass when they get back together um, just having those good old parallels again. <laughs> uh, and it also felt a lot like they were bringing back Dean's, even though Dean wasn't officially a soldier, he is very much a soldier archetype. And having him having to survive purgatory, he really falls back on a lot of like soldiery, marine type. behaviors and like mindsets yeah and did you notice that it was like super animalistic too yeah yeah especially there at the beginning of we need to talk about kevin um with the campers and when he first uh sees sam again he's just Mm -hmm. feral Mm -hmm. yeah I would yeah. lo- love to ask about that. I mean, I would have loved to ask Jensen about that. How much of <laughs> how much of that was like a conscious choice? Because like there's this whole theme about purity and how Dean could be himself and everything was simple and purgatory. So like how much of that kind of came through with him before he uh-huh. found his footing again, top side. Yeah. So that's, it's kind of like a continuation of how he was there and he he like slowly unlearns everything and just like gets to uh his old self i guess through throughout these episodes but yeah 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 when he's like (laughs) just covered in blood and then like standing staring at the campers like okay where am i (laughs) are these people going to hurt me and then he's just like I take your backpack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 
that was that was insane. I mean, he could have asked for like stuff he needed. He literally stole the whole backpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It that's was, straight uh... up like like a scared animal. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I just imagine like when those campers got back home and like told this story about. <laughs> Dude covered in blood stole my whole backpack and he was carrying this crazy like obsidian hatchet thing. <laughs> After a bright light and a huge noise in the middle of the forest. Uh, any other themes? Um, <laughs> we both were like, uh. <laughs> I do have to talk about hugs, but we can talk about that when we get into the episodes. <laughs> I do too, so it'll be good. Awesome. Do you guys have any other themes? Not really. I don't. Yeah, I don't have like anger, but like that goes yeah, <laughs> with being whenever he is in an episode. So. Yeah, 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 that's true. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go to break. All right, and we're back. Um, let let's let's wait on the hugs. Let's get through. We need to talk about Kevin because the hug doesn't happen until what's up, Tiger Mommy. I mean, there's. Um, I have a whole thing about hugs okay. that go throughout these episodes, but we should go through. There are stuff. There is stuff in Kevin. In uh, blah blah blah. We need to talk about. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. Um, well, okay. I do have, yes, I do have more things about hugs in We Need to Talk About Kevin. <laughs> um, you, this, is, this is valid. Uh, can you just, if you were one of those viewers who didn't take in any of like the the press releases beforehand. Um, so you didn't know about Benny. You didn't know that he was going to have this alliance with Benny. Um, and he, there's, there's the reveal of Benny after he comes back to life and he, and he has the teeth. And then Dean seems a little standoffish, but then they hug. Yeah. I really loved how that whole scene was like developing as you watch it because like you were so suspicious at the beginning because like what is going on and then obviously mm -hmm. Steam so the end end of this would be like him killing the vamp, but exactly. <laughs> but turns out you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah, it's really yeah, it, it's nice. It's nice. Mm -hmm. It's good stuff. Um, well, part of, part of the beginning of my thesis on hugs is that when he <laughs> hugs, when he hugs Benny, he has his, like, goofy happy smile on. Mm. Like, just his face is just, like, this overwhelming sense of, like, relief and, you know, this very we-made-it-brother sort of situation. Yeah. And... When later on, when he hugs Sam, his face is very different. Yeah. 
his face is a lot more like stoic and they're like they're shot similarly because how many ways can you shoot somebody hugging somebody (laughs) but they're it's shot from the same way where it shows dean's face and not necessarily sam's yeah so when he hugs benny it's a very different reaction and but he still calls benny brother i don't know i have a whole thing about it yeah no that's super interesting i like that Also, I didn't know if you guys thought that Dean can talk to Benny in his head when he's carrying his soul in his arm. Yeah. Because he says, like, hang on, and you hear, like, kind of the demon-y, whispery sound effect that they use. And it almost Mm. felt like Dean could, like, talk to Benny's soul. (laughs) It was weird. Yeah. I wasn't sure what you guys thought of that. Yeah, I didn't even notice that to be honest. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, yeah, maybe he can just like feel in his veins that Benny's soul is getting restless, and he's just like, well, yeah, usually for for it for viewer almost, more than for himself. Yeah, it almost feels like something's going wrong. You know. Yeah, because because he's like grasping his arm. He seems to be in pain. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't seem like this is quite how this is supposed to go. Fun fact, when I first watched this this season, and I obviously knew that at some point Dean was supposed to have the mark of Cain. And it was like when he was like clutching his hand, I was like, Is this when this happens? And obviously it wasn't. <laughs> ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Wait, I'm trying to remember if it's the same it's arm? not the same arm. It's not the it's same not arm. It's not the same arm. Okay. <clears throat> it um, also looked... Sorry, go ahead. Go No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it also looked like this almost the same location when Dean is walking to Louisiana. It looks like the same shot as when he was resurrected in Lazarus Rising. Yeah. It's very similar, at least. And like has a shirt like tied around his waist and yep, bow-leggedly <laughs> walking his <laughs> way to where he needs to go. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, I um the conversation between Dean and Sam when. Sam asked about Cass. Something happened to him down there. Things got pretty hairy toward the end, and he just let go. And and I love that Sam is like, wait a minute, so so Cass is dead? You saw him die? And Dean's just like, I saw enough. Do you think that at this point he has already rewritten his memory that is such that's a good what question. i was wondering yeah because he says cast <laughs> let go and like that's literally what happened but then exactly he the whole season thinking that he was the one who couldn't like drag him out or whatever 
So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I secretly think that at this point they had only written handful of episodes and didn't even probably, like, <laughs> plan the whole false memory thing and it probably came on later so they really wrote what was gonna happen in the end i don't know <laughs> I, I think you're probably right <laughs> um yeah because i i totally forgot that he said he just let go and so it almost feels like that's the in in context of the whole season not knowing how many episodes they wrote it feels like that would be the point where he's like hasn't quite fully formed this fake memory, yeah. but is in like the process of forming this fake memory. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, that, that, you know, punched me in the soul pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like also the way he behaves towards everyone in this episode is really, I mean, it, he, he kind of doesn't blame himself, which is interesting from Dean's point of view, I mean, that doesn't happen to Dean, Dean is always the one, but like the way he talks to Sam and obviously like blames Sam for giving up, that's like one thing and that can be like um, something he does uh, subconsciously just to avoid being blaming himself but but like um, he generally seems like angry and disappointed that Cass would do that like that's the vibe I got that he would stay behind uh, and not yeah. that that he was the one uh, who didn't uh, bring Cass back up uh, topside so yeah yeah I don't know when when they yeah. wrote what but that's like how I felt watching this yeah for sure yeah it feels a lot like all the flashbacks for purgatory just feel a lot like and this is what they were probably going for it was more like buddy war movie yeah. and it's like always the trope of when one half of the buddy pairing dies they're always like you stupid son of a bitch <laughs> and they're like <laughs> they're they're more like acting like they're angry but it's more out of guilt and survivor's guilt and yeah all of that yeah terrible stuff yeah and then when sam says dean i'm sorry it just sounds so specific yeah through the dusty l goggles it feels like almost it an, feels very pointed it feels very pointed it feels like an acknowledgement of what's going on between dean and Cass. yeah 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 I love in the flashback um, well obviously every time that uh, Dean is hunting down some monster and he's like where's the angel that I, that's beautiful in and of itself um, but the there's one specific time where the monster responds with you're him the human yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is another one, another uh, monster who says, uh, you will, f I mean, 
this next episode, but you will find your angel there. And just like mm-hmm. your angel, as if like there were many yep. angels loose in forgetry. It's just like no, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh uh, yeah, everybody's like witnessing this cosmic love story, and literally everybody hates being part of it. <laughs> like, what can you do? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of them like their mon- their their fate is to be you know chasing each other and killing each other and all of this stuff. But then in between, they're like gossiping about <laughs> the new yeah. in town. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how purgatory society works, but like, <laughs> that everybody knows. <laughs> it's great. And then, and then I love this from Benny when they first, when we first meet Benny uh, in Purgatory, and and he says, "Maybe you've gone native. Maybe you like being the being man meat for every Tom, Dick, and Harry." Yeah, <laughs> man meat. Yeah, <laughs> meat man. Meat man. <laughs> Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, some of the that's... some of the stuff that that I love the way that Benny's written. I love the way that he talks. Yeah, and yeah. like this this old timey ish style because he's only been dead fifty years, but it feels a lot older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I I feel like yeah. there's so much subtext. I don't know if like I. Everything Benny says has like another dimension to it. That's why I why I adore his character. And as you said, like the line delivery and acting a tie is amazing as Benny. I, Benny is probably my favorite character after Kim <laughs> Cass. I really love him. Uh, but yeah, then but there is this thing when at the beginning Dean is uh, telling Sam about Purgatory being pure. And then, like, uh, I don't know which episode it is, but it's one of the ones we are discussing now. Uh, when Benny also says, maybe you were right. Like, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. did feel pure. And I was like, this, is, this means that they have talked about that privately. <laughs> and yeah. when, I, when I had that thought, I went a bit crazy because, like, <laughs> when do you talk about this? Like... Or why? Or like this implies, you know, like a lot of intimacy going on between, you know? Yeah. It's a big topic. Yeah. (laughs) Like some sort of like fireside late night talk sesh. (laughs) (laughs) The brain goes places with this. And when they first meet up, they're like, yeah, having this like circling standoff but all of their lines are like evil flirting (laughs) yeah (laughs) evil flirting i love that (laughs) no they're literally benny's literally like i've got something you need (laughs) (laughs) and Um, dean is like i run the show here because you need me (laughs) i was like okay 
Oh, yep. Oh, my God. And then when Benny, at one point, I had to go back, put the subtitles on, and then also check the transcripts because (laughs) Benny says, he's explaining the plan of carrying his soul through the portal, and he says, you hump my soul to the other side. (laughs) I noticed that too! I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Because that, like using hump in that context is like a real slang thing but it was just like Jeremy Carver why do you do this to us? I just yeah Jesus Christ it was a choice I was like did he say hump or did he say help and he sure said (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah. What else do we have for this episode? Um, Dean saying to the demons that show up in the church, Oh, you're Spanky the demon, the one who uses <laughs> too much tea. <laughs> oh, you, you would know that, Dean. Of course you would. <laughs> uh, just unnecessarily (laughs) evil flirting again with demons again (laughs) oh um unbelievable I think those are the main things that I had okay so I have a, a thing that kind of is spanning all of uh season eight um did you guys know, and I would kind of be surprised if you did know, because neither of you were watching live at this time, um, there was a theory going around um, for like the first two-thirds of season eight um, that there was something messy with reality going on. Like after Dean got back from purgatory, there was something weird going on. Yes. And also for Sam, like all of Amelia. Oh, like she wasn't real. Yeah. Interesting. That would be a lot more fun than what actually happened. Right? (laughs) Um, So part of the reason why this was a big theory was because, um, for example, some of the motel rooms um, that they ended up in in uh, the first two thirds of season eight had wallpaper that was similar to wallpaper seen in trickster episodes right oh um another thing that this is just one of those really long shows in vancouver things but it didn't help (laughs) the theory um no it helped the theory you know what i mean um is uh people were noticing a lot of repeat actors in season eight um mm-hmm. benny himself ty mm-hmm. was 
in uh, season two as another vampire. Yeah, with Lenore. Yep. Um, the guy in uh, the old guy obsessed with the Norse relics, yep. uh, Mr. Vili, um, was the Reaper in uh, season one. Oh. In Samandriel. Yeah. Samandriel was in Bugs. Yes. As the- oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what if what about the dude where uh, with Porsche car where we're I mean in season episodes two I think he kind of seemed oh. familiar the actor the pawn which the pawn shop oh, guy? The, no yeah okay no um but uh there were a couple in um heartache episode three um including uh Jensen's dad yes <laughs> um and uh and it continues f- like uh some of them are like big name like characters like uh amelia's father was in um the airplane episode right oh this um, just proves that uh fans are <laughs> smarter than <people laughs> my television. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. But yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it was this huge thing and people were upset with uh some of the storylines, particularly the Amelia storyline. Not a lot mm-hmm. of people liked that storyline. And so they were hoping that it was all not real (laughs) and it was just it was very interesting to have this be the prevailing theory right after purgatory interesting yeah yeah that could have gone a lot of cool places right (laughs) yeah i mean kind of dean rewriting his own memories kind of could have been like a result of that of existing yeah. in the reality, so yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or something like. Obviously, they didn't reveal Chuck to be God until later. But if it was something that they had planned on doing, that <laughs> they could have yeah. worked in, like after the apocalypse not happening, things would have been so weird that like Chuck hit reset or like. Yeah. Well, and with the motel wallpaper people were really hoping for a comeback from gabriel yeah and because he has the power to do something like that but yeah nope interesting that would have been fun yeah that's interesting because like the um uh eight eight uh the fifth episode in this season when 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 benny is about to kill his father and and when uh, that guy says something like, yeah, this ends how it ends, like I am the one writing this story or something along these lines, it literally mm-hmm. sounded like something Chuck would say. And I had this this whole thing in then kind of like I saw it in my mind's eye and I was like, <laughs> what if every villain they have fought on the show was actually Chuck? Oh, and man. this was and this was like his kind of like his way of having fun, you know. 
Oh, um, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, and also in that episode, there's this whole conversation between Dean and Benny. Hell, I don't even know if this world is real. If I'm real. Hey, listen to me. I've seen what happens down that rabbit hole, okay? We're real. Benny, this is real. It's the only way to play this game. You get me? Yes. Dean Benny writes literally. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> And then I mean, that the makes a nice, thing. yeah, that makes a nice little sandwich with the later season. Is it 14 or 15 when Cass says 15. to Dean, we're real? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Dean was the one who started this entire thing with real, not real when, I mean, in season four, when he's trying to get Cass on their side. So, yeah. 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 Ah. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, just all caps, going, ah. <laughs> How do you know which part to the ah applies to? <laughs> all of it. Just all yeah. of it. <laughs> That's my feeling, so yeah. Uh, so should we back it up to what's up, Tiger Mommy? Yeah. Yeah. I love Kevin's mom. Like she is. Oh my god! <laughs> and then she punches Crowley in the face. <laughs> oh no, amazing! It's, it's so glorious, incredible, it's so great. <laughs> I love her. But when she's oh, like, man. Uh, "Oh, prophet of the Lord," that does have a certain ring to it. <laughs> 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 I love their relationship so much. I love that they fleshed it out yes. more than just where they were kind of going in the beginning of this like stereotypical yeah. overbearing Asian mom. You must be perfect all the time, but she has like a lot more depth to her. Yeah. So I'm glad you that think they... this is my first tattoo. <laughs> And then her just like thousand yards staring while <laughs> Kevin's wiggling and screaming. Yeah. Oh my god. So good. And then we have Samandriel. And Samandriel says some things that make the Destiel fandom go berserk <laughs> you know there are some in heaven who still believe despite his mistakes that castiel's heart was always in the right place are you one of them i think too much heart was always castiel's problem Uh, I actually did not remember that he was some Andrew was telling that saying that to Dean and I don't know who else he would say that to I don't know why I didn't remember it but like uh yeah it did feel feel like a lot after seeing flashbacks and knowing yeah. what Dean uh is going through currently yeah um, yeah yeah Yeah, that was awesome. I just love that he's just this tiny, tiny man in the Wiener Hut costume. <laughs> <laughs> called Alfie. <laughs> called Alfie. Just like chef's kiss. It's perfect. 
Oh, man. And then we have... Okay, so we've talked about, like, Cass has to have hugged people before, right? Um, so I have been sitting here thinking, like, I swear to God, this this episode was a huge deal for us because it was the first time that they hugged. I swear to God. And so I had to go look it up. The Castiel hugs before this are the first one was with Cupid. Yeah. Oh, okay. The second one was in Reading is Fundamental with Sam and Dean. Yeah. Okay. And then the third one was this one. Was this really the first time? This was the first time they hugged. And can I just tell you, as someone who was watching live at that time, we went insane. <laughs> I believe I fell off my couch. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, wow. That, yeah, adds a whole other layer because I completely forgot or didn't notice that Dean hadn't hugged him up until that point. Yeah. But, yeah. But then back on hugs, the yes. face that Dean makes when he hugs Cass is more similar to the face that he makes when he hugs Benny after resurrecting yeah. Benny and a very different mood and face than when he hugs Sam. So he definitely thinks of Benny and Cass differently than he thinks <laughs> of a Sam, even though they keep writing it as a brother thing. Yep. Yeah. And the shot, uh, the shot is reversed. Dean is closer to the camera when he hugs Cass, and he's further away from the camera when he hugs Dean and Benny. And yeah. just, yeah, wild. Yep. Yeah, that nice peach fuzz. Nice peach fuzz, and he pats yeah. his face. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the thing that makes me the most crazy about that whole reunion thing. Like, it's the little, the little. He is like literally like, let me do this before anybody, including myself, notices that I did that. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yes. <laughs> he let up his repression for one second enough to gently pet Cass's face. But it's also interesting how these things happen in, in Purgatory that he's supposed to be pure and where Dean is supposed to have a simpler life than he does have in yep. reality. And so, yeah. Yep. Anyway, oh yeah. Yeah. I pray to you, Cass. Every night. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, this thing, this thing that I noticed on this watch that like directly ties to what you just quoted is that when when well there is this shot where Cass is like kneeling uh in front of or at the lake and when 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 obviously when dean is coming into the shot and he's like screaming Cass, and Cass literally thinks this is a prayer because yep. he doesn't even look towards dean where the where the voice is coming from he's like oh dean you are in my head again <laughs> <laughs> and then then he sees dean and for a moment he's absolutely lost because he's like 
I thought this was a prayer, but here you are. And then obviously they hug and everything that follows, follows. But like, <laughs> he did hear this. <laughs> Like Kate just let, went through five stages of grief. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you not noticed this, Kate? Not. You guys are so much smarter than me. I have not thought about that at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm losing my marbles right now because I was like, when I saw that, I was like. Cass, turn around! He's right there! <laughs> but I was thinking, oh, he's, like, pissed. Because his whole thing was he was trying to lure monsters away from Dean by being a bigger target. And that he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> My plan failed. But that is so much better than what I thought. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it, and it must have been so bad. I mean, how how terrible it must have been like like hearing all that and then you don't I mean he doesn't know I mean he does hear Dean's prayers and then I mean they are not all voluntarily like sometimes maybe he's in danger and he like subconsciously or like not thinking about it prays to Cass and Cass has to hear mm -hmm. that but like he oh. has to keep away but then he doesn't know if is Dean in mortal danger is Dean not in mortal danger is he gonna die what am I I mean if you think about that, don't go down that rabbit hole. It's terrible. <laughs> Literally, the worst. Well, and that, and that he doesn't flinch when Dean screams, "Cass!" Which now that you've put this like perspective on my brain, just makes me think yeah. that he's prayed to Cass like that before. Yeah, like desperately screaming, either in his mind. Probably in his mind because he's still being hunted by yeah every Tom Dick and Harry. But <laughs> oh god, yeah. my soul. Okay, but like I I think what makes me love Benny so much is that that literally the line he says to Cass, like the first thing they the exchange, like he, the the fact that he's so protective of Dean. And he's like, yeah. why the fuck did you leave him alone? I was like, I'm like, this is my guy. Yes, I'm keeping him. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he is amazing. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. Why do you bail on Dean? Yeah. And it just, like, how, of course, time probably works different in Purgatory, but, like, how long were they traveling together? Yeah. Like, over what span of time was Benny, like, Okay, now I'm in charge of protecting this person. <laughs> yeah, right. Because because yeah. knowing Dean, who makes friends with every cosmic entity and monster <laughs> that he comes across, probably not very long. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> also, Cass. Star Wars vibes. Oh, right. When Cass says, "I know," like yeah, it might as well be Han and Leia. Yeah. But better. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cass, buddy, I need you. Right? I feel like what they they literally wrote one, like, I don't know, a page of 
of script at some point in season four and they just like they keep repeating it in, in every other episode i mean the i love you happened multiple times the i need you happened multiple times like everything is they're telling each other kind that they have already told each other and are going to tell each other again so yeah I it's think memorable. this is the first time, though, that he has said it so plainly. Into his face. Yeah. yeah. Not, not through, like, praying, like, hey, we need your help, calling in. It's exactly. to his face. I think he's touching and it's, his I shoulder. Need, yeah, and, and yeah. it's, I need you. Not, I need your help. Not, you yeah. know, I need your powers. You know, it's, I need you. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, yeah, and, like, he, like, literally does not need Cass. Like, Cass, Cass will only cause more problems and hinder uh, that he leaves purgatory. Uh, so, like, technically, it would be smarter. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, I have, I have turned into a Benny girl here, but, like, it would be smarter to leave that. <laughs> <laughs> From technical standpoint, and, we, yeah. Yeah, um, and he keeps, he probably knows that and is ignoring it and ignoring it from Benny. And, yeah. you know, it's one of those times again, like where we talked about he, in season six, he let his guard down around Cass, which he was tr against his training, quote unquote, to never yeah. like trust anybody. Yeah. And it happens again. And,. They almost die several times trying to get Cass and then going to to the portal. Yeah. Um, and then finally, let me bottom line it for you. I'm not leaving here without you. Understand? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Again, yeah. very like buddy war movie you and me against the world kind of deal. Yeah. It just and then Cass's face just looks so like pained and conflicted and but he scared. doesn't even try to argue because I, I feel like that's where you know that he like genuinely understands and knows Dean. Because like he understands yeah. there's no point. And in a, in a way he understands that he cannot leave Purgatory the same way Benny and uh, Dean can and he probably understands that deep down Dean also knows this but like in that moment he doesn't have the strength to like you know yeah. uh, to make himself understand that like he, the logical part of his brain isn't working at that point <laughs> so he has to like you know go with uh, because like what's the alternative the alternative is saying yeah you're gonna stay here and die and like Dean can't live through that yeah I mean if yeah. it happens it happens but like it cannot be Dean's decision to do, do that you know mm. yeah uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything else for what's up, Tiger Mommy? Um, just Benny calling Cass hot wings. 
knows? There, there's a shot where Benny looks between Dean and Cass. And yeah. I feel like he's just doing the mental math right now. <laughs> and, oh, love, love. <laughs> yeah, like he... And I'm... Because we've established that... Well, I think we established it slightly later that Dean and Benny were like having these in-depth conversations... Like, yeah. do you think that Dean would have brought up Cass? Because he would have had to explain, this is why we're going not directly to the portal, but we have to get this angel. Yeah. Like, he, they must have talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know how how it, there's this whole, like, Crowley, Dean, Cass, love triangle thing going on? Yeah. And, like, I, I... But, like, I feel... Uh, that the this, superior like, love triangle is Dean, Dean, Benny, and Cass, and I will yeah. explain now why. Because like Cass and Crowley are both poor little mutants, like they are literally, you know, <laughs> they are, they are like they are both in love with Dean, okay, and that's like really makes them you know, like insufferable <laughs> to me personally, but. With Cass and Benny, Benny is very like laid back. He is like he is like the dude who is like he's just happy to be there, you know. <laughs> Doesn't like there is no ego there. He just he just yeah he's just going with it. So yeah. I do think uh, that it is f- far a lot funnier when Cass. Uh, becomes jealous or is jealous over that when Benny actually like knows that Dean is in love with Cass like B- Benny knows that so yeah, yeah. Uh, he is getting yeah. worked up over nothing actually but he doesn't know that so yeah <laughs> it's funnier <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome uh, yeah uh, I also had Dean was talking to Sam and said yeah, it sucked, but what's one more nightmare? Right? Yep. That yeah. was painful. Uh, I because he was we... probably, yeah, having nightmares about Cass. And, like, that's probably when he was, like, rewriting what happened with Cass and <laughs> yeah. all this other shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, have, we haven't mentioned it, but, like, I have to say that the whole um, exchange between Dean and Sam in previous episode when he's, like... You did look for me, Sam, didn't you? And like the fact that Sam didn't look for him, and like he he just like he like momentarily he right away he tries to like excuse it. Oh yeah, we kind of had like the agreement that we wouldn't look for each other, but like he is so hurt in that moment. Ah, horrible. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it hurts so bad that he didn't try at all. Like. Yeah. It's one thing for him to be like, because obviously before then they had very limited knowledge of purgatory. So like, yeah, it would be hard to figure something like that out. But the fact that he did not try in the slightest (laughs) or to get a hold of Kevin or anything, it was just Uh, crazy. Uh, But uh, I think it's already in this episode, in the second episode, when... um just changing topic a bit when uh dean is uh hiding from sam uh the phone calls he's getting from benny which yep. is like 
I, I know that the idea behind it is because Penny is a vampire, but it kind of reads like different than that. It's, it yeah. does. Yeah, he's like, kind of hide many like my little dirty secret here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was very much like when Dean would call Lisa. Not so much like that it's a secret, but just having like something to himself that he doesn't yeah. share with Sam, which he's normally on Sam's ass about. Yeah. Right. N- not sharing everything, but yeah. That he's like, I have yeah. a personal thing. I'm going to go do that. Bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> grown up thing. Yeah. 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 Grown yeah. up thing. <laughs> uh, so, Blood Brother. We yeah. kind of already started talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love the scene where Benny is whistling Hall of the Mountain King. Oh my god. So oh, yeah. much. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It's so cool. Uh, I found a uh, I found a trivia about that, which made me very happy. Um, tell us. Tell us. Peter, <laughs> Peter Lore in the movie M from 1931 whistles the same he whistles hall of the mountain king the film is based on the murderer named the vampire of dusseldorf <laughs> right <Ooh. laughs> so dusseldorf journey of course <laughs> but yeah when he i totally forgot that that scene existed that it's in the slow-mo and he's whistling hall of the mountain king slowly and i'm just yeah. like everything about this is amazing i love it yeah I wish like an MP3 existed of it because it's so good, right? <laughs> I I am not ashamed to admit that I looked up Hall of the Mountain King, the full orchestral version, and listened to it multiple times at one in the morning, just being like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. <clears throat> um. I have after that. <laughs> this is the first but not the last time in this season that Dean's boyfriend gets cleaned up all nice and then Dean gets all flustered about it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Mm. But still in the uh, flashbacks, uh, Cass, we're going to shove your ass back through the uh, eye of the that needle if it kills all three of us. Oh and Benny's sort of like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I did not agree. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. He is really determined to bring Cass back. Um, yeah. Um. That's his angel. But also, I, I loved how he how he asked if Cass was like still crazy, and then Cass goes on this whole tangent about like monsters dying <laughs> in purgatory, and like where do they go if they are dead? <laughs> and I feel like for a moment Dean is like panicking there, like what is happening? I thought he was sane, <laughs> but then all is good, yeah. 
Yeah, I loved that because that was my same thought of like, okay, do they just respawn in a different place like a video game? <laughs> like, what actually happens here? Because Cass absorbed all of the souls and they were supposed to be built up over, you know, millennia. So yeah. I imagine that they just like come back and just like kill each other and die over and over again. I don't know. <laughs> Well, you almost have to wonder if it's that murderous. <laughs> um, when Dean is not there, if this is just a, there's an angel and a human thing. If, yeah. if the monsters have just kind of like figured out this is the hand we were dealt and we're just gonna hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think like they're like, can they feel hunger there or is there like any need for like nourishment? I don't think that's like the case. There couldn't be because half of them feed on humans. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no, and there, you really don't see any animals either. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Because, yeah, we only really see it through the filter of them trying to get to Dean and then to Gas. Yeah, yeah, and I think the way Dean behaves towards food when he's back, like, heavily suggests that he is, like, hungry for the first time in a year or something. Yeah. 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 Um. Well. This is jumping so far through the episode, um, <laughs> but the conversation with Sam and Dean um, on the phone, and and he's like, he tells him, you know, I, I I'm not alone. I'm with a friend. He's like, all your friends are dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such peak sibling energy. I loved it. That whole thing with him on the phone, and then like. When he hears a noise clutching the phone to his chest and, like, going up <laughs> against the wall and stuff. That was so funny. Yeah, shut up, I already oh, texted crazy. it to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 I gotta say, the whole thing about the vampires, like, doing their thing on, on a yacht, I mean, on a boat. and like Vampirates. Vampires, exactly. Like it is very, very, it's it's genius. I do enjoy it. It's like, yeah, it's it's a good take. Yeah, <laughs> I could watch a whole show based on, uh, yeah, Benny and Andrea and all of the vampires just like being vampires. But also, Can we talk. Go ahead. Sorry, um, the. Old man, <laughs> whatever you want to call him, is such an Edward Cullen motherfucker. Right? <laughs> yes. He is yes, dressed he is. exactly like him. He's got the hair and the eyes and the way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was a good time. It was a good time. And he's so creepy. If that wasn't on purpose, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, he's got like yeah, same jawline, same like eyebrows yeah, yeah. and eye situation going on. Yeah. It's wild. Um also that the old man calls Benny his wayward son when they're having that yes. standoff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Uh also that this is a Ben Edlund episode but i just wrote who wrote the old man because he's just <laughs> such a weird <laughs> and interesting character he really is though like yeah just very an interesting take <laughs> on whatever the fuck's going on <laughs> and almost just felt like yeah because they talk about how he's like they see him as God and it felt like this very like cult leadery yeah. situation or it almost just felt like he was sleeping with all of them as well. Like not just Andrea, uh-huh. it just vibes. I don't know. Not in a yeah. good way, in a creepy way. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also Dean looks weird in a boat. <laughs> 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 it's because just, of his legs <laughs> it's because of his legs he was just like standing there on the uh, the little motorboat with Benny like Benny looks normal he looks like he's been around boats Dean obviously hasn't <laughs> it's just, he's like standing so straight it's hilarious oh yeah <sighs> um, can we go back a little bit when yeah. Dean when when Benny gets cleaned up and is starting to heal after Dean brings him the blood, uh, Benny says, you and that friend thing in a very, <laughs> like, knowing way. <laughs> and they're having this conversation, like, really close up. Like, it's, again, like, the invasion of, like, personal space that Dean does with Cass. <laughs> and then they have this, like, light right across Dean's eyes so they're like extra green and like lit up and stuff <laughs> I feel like and then uh, it, Benny and Ruena Ruena would bond over <laughs> like oh my God. constantly getting implicated in the steel <laughs> against their wishes <laughs> yes yeah and then uh, it immediately cuts to the three of them in purgatory and having this like love triangle situation, where is the, when they are bickering and Dean is like, guys, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> once again, Dean in the middle, and these two people having a situation in front of him, and him just being exasperated about it, just like with Cass and Meg. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen the post about how in? Uh, French slang that aunt is slang for a gay man. <laughs> no, I have. Yeah. So someone had a couple people, but there was one that had gone around a lot where, and I tried to find it, but I couldn't. Um, I wasn't sure if it was the right one, but that when um, Benny calls Cass his crazy aunt or something. <laughs> <laughs> and because he's from Louisiana, so obviously there's a lot of French and like Creole Cajun yep. slang and stuff. <laughs> yeah. 
So I went, I went to look it up to make sure that that was a real thing and not just a Tumblr thing. And that's a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Oh my God. And apparently it happens in other languages too, not just French. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think Germans have like a sister thing. Like it's like, yeah. 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 Or like brother thing, like a warm brother or something like there's an expression for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I oh, at the end when Benny asks why'd you do it about why he brought him back, why he didn't just dump him somewhere, right? Dump him somewhere. And then instead of answering, it goes to another flashback. And in this flashback, Benny saves Cass's life. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Need I say more? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love that it's like the, that is literally, yeah, that is the answer. And that, I mean, Benny did save Dean's life as well at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he, he would, could have said, because, like, you saved my life. We had already seen the footage of that. Could yeah. have been just that, but it wasn't. No. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, geez. <sighs> that was purposeful. <laughs> that was purposeful. That was a choice. Yeah. Ben Edlin gave us that choice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. There is, um, it is another thing that's very interesting to me is like how Dean is the one who kill who kills Andrea, which in my mm, in my yeah. head is like a mirror of that scene we are talking about where Benny is the one who saves Cass. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then they just stare at each other for like <laughs> a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It's very, it's very like the same, not quite the same, but similar to when Dean and Cass just stare at each other. Like, he just killed the woman that, of course, Benny didn't know that she was alive, but that he had been talking about, like, oh, I'm going to go avenge her. And Dean, with, with, like, barely any acknowledgement from Benny of, like, that's what he wants... Or that's what should happen. And Dean is standing behind her. So he could kind of hear her like going to like bite him. But he can't see that she's doing that. And he just like, again, the animalistic like instinct and the fighting instinct. He just like murders the shit out of her in front of him. (laughs) And then they just stare at each other. Like wild. (laughs) Like, what else are we supposed to take from that? Seriously, though. <laughs> and Benny's not, like, mad about it. Like, was Benny planning on killing her, too? I'm so confused. Yeah, I think yeah. I think there are some similarities, but also, like, I feel like the difference is that Andrea is not, I mean, Benny says that, is not the person Benny like, fell in love with because she has changed and a lot of yeah. shit happened and she's not... Uh, 
And I think Cass is actually <laughs> the person they fell in love with. I mean, he's not crazy anymore. He's back to being himself when he's in purgatory. So, like, that is, like, the distinction. I feel like Benny can see what Dean truly wants, like, on, like, feel on, like, why levels of, I mean, he just knows it, okay? And, like, I feel like Dean knows what Benny wants, so it's kind of, and they kind of, you know, like, it's very hard to confront uh, that yourself, and I think they are kind of helping each other out with that. You know, like, yeah. you know, like making choices on each other's behalf. So to say, I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. But also, um, that uh, Benny asking Dean why he brought, brought him back, like, gave me a huge flashback to Dean being resurrected and him and Cass kind of having the same oh. conversation. And then all that, like, before we get to that uh, uh, conversation, there's whole thing about, like, God. Uh, because yeah. of the father figure, uh, the creator. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, it's yeah, it's. I feel like Benny is lost, uh, just as lost as Dean was, like purpose wise in season four. So he's kind of going through the same things now that Dean went through, and the same things Cass went through once he was like, uh, once he fa- fell technically yeah Um, lost his powers and so on so there is this um you know i don't know they are kind of all of them are kind of like intertwined and i feel like they all of these characters kind of went through the same stuff uh and uh, i don't know in a way if you think about it like dean is kind of god to benny because he was the one who resurrected like Basically, he did the same thing Cass did, did for for uh, for uh, Dean, right? Dean did for Benny. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sally's got her galaxy brain on today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the ADHD, but thank you. <laughs> uh, Six of one, half of any- the other. <laughs> Anything else for Blood Brother? Um, I have a line here. I don't remember which episode this is from, but when when they are talking on the phone and Benny says, uh, no, uh, Dean says, what we did was what we had to do, which is... Mm. I mean, what did you do? (laughs) What was it? Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, it's not about killing monsters because that's what they do. Yeah. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and like yeah. another line that makes me crazy is when they are having like their first phone call or something, and Benny is like, a lot has changed, mostly the choices. There are so many choices now. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> the subject of this is <laughs> too much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Oh man, yep. Brain going places. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, next episode we're going to talk about 807, A Little Slice of Kevin. Hey, that rhyme. 
808 Hunterai Hirokai. Um, which is one of my favorite episodes. It's so good. Um, and uh, yeah, in the meantime, this has been Hella Radio. I'm Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, hellers. Let me cry.